Welcome to Boardroom Roundup, a weekly news roundup where I bring you the Dow headlines from the week. Plus, on this week's edition, we highlight a governance proposal at Optimism. I'm your host, Juan Esquivel. It's November 11th, 2022. Now on to our stories. DYDX Dow plans its future. The DYDX Foundation has published a blog post requesting community input on the future direction of DYDX DAO. DYDX V4 is the perpetual exchange's planned protocol upgrade for Q2 2023. In this new version, the protocol becomes fully decentralized and in need of community stewardship. In their blog post, the foundation introduces potential next steps to implement a more ready and structured DAO. The post also serves as a call to action to source feedback on some of their ideas. Sub-DAOs are being introduced to help segment the workload, starting with the formation of an operations sub-DAO. This sub-DAO would be one of the initial sub-DAOs formed to help facilitate the development of the larger DAO. Sub-DAOs are to handle specific core functions within the protocol such as finance and treasury management, growth, risk management, community, and more. Today, the DYDX community comprises of the DYDX Grants Program, which would continue as a self-sustained sub-DAO amongst others. DYDX's current governance process will be used to confirm any of the proposed changes. Optimism concludes season two Plans changes. Optimism's token house continues iterating its governance process. This time around, the Optimism Foundation has published a series of proposed changes for season three. On November 11th, the token house will conclude season two, followed by a retrospective and preseason period to update its processes. The foundation has been hard at work creating fixes for some of the issues running rapid within its governance experiment. On Tuesday, they posted on the forums a guide to season three, alongside five posts detailing proposed fixes for season three. Within these plans are a new governance fund charter, a delegate code of conduct, a proposal to introduce a grants council, a proposal to allow protocols to have a delegate voice without self-delegation, and a retroactive reward for delegates. The two draft proposals will be voted on in the upcoming Special Cycle 9, a preseason cycle that votes on changes to the House's processes and structure. Community feedback and input are now being gathered on the proposed changes as the Foundation struggles to steward the DAO. Season 3 is tentatively scheduled to resume on January 19th, post-holiday break. IndexCoop seeks Balancer DAO partnership. IndexCoop, creators of on-chain index products, posted a proposal on the Balancer forums seeking a partnership between the two protocols. Index explains the idea for a partnership comes as a result of their new product offering, Diversified Staked ETH Index. This new product offering and other planned products will be built on top of managed Balancer pools. These pools provide Index with an easy-to-use and dynamic pool of funds 
that can be structured in a multitude of strategies. In an effort to strengthen the partnership with a long-term focus, Index has proposed a product fee split, a one-to-one -one treasury token swap, and enabling VBAL gauges on select products. The fee split would have Balancer receive a percentage of all produced MBP fees from Index's products. The token swap will be comprised of 100,000 Index for a proportional amount of BAL to be locked for a year. The creation of VBAL gauges within Index's new products and future MBP-based products to drive BBT staking. Sentiment in the forums has been positive and the proposal is likely to go to a vote in the coming days. BitDAO pulls proposal amongst market turmoil. BitDAO, an investment DAO created by Bybit and funded by Peter Thiel, among others, canceled its governance proposal this week in light of risky market conditions. BIP15 was a proposal to deposit part of the Bit Treasury into a vault to earn yield. The vote was vacated by the community amid worries of a market decline off the back of FTT. Back in October of 2021, quantitative trading firm Alameda engaged in a token swap with BitDAO. The DAO swapped 100 million Bit for 3.3 million FTT and was touted as a great idea at the time by Alameda to align the two organizations. The move gave Alameda a large amount of voting power within BitDAO while giving BitDAO exposure to FTX, the centralized exchange. One year later, the FTT token began plunging off the news that Binance, which holds $2 billion in FTT, is looking to potentially offload its position. Alameda is famously founded by SBF, the FTX CEO. Rumors began to circulate that Alameda potentially held a significant portion of their balance sheet in FTT. These rumors led to a huge amount of sell pressure on the FTT token. Following this news and worried Alameda might sell its assets, BitDAO requested proof of custody from the firm. The DAO worried the trading firm would dump its 100 million Bit holdings amid FTT's rapid decline. On November 8th, the DAO was able to resecure the funds and verify assets from the original deal had not been sold. Also on Tuesday, FTX publicly announced that they had entered into a non-binding sell agreement with Binance. The centralized exchange's native token, FTT, proceeded to decline by 60%. On Wednesday, Binance shocked everyone when they announced they had rescinded their offer to purchase FTX. On this week's proposal highlight, we highlight Cycle 8 Masari a proposal at Optimism. If you're an Optimism token holder, you can find and vote on the proposal and similar proposals over at boardroom.io forward slash optimism. This proposal at Optimism is a governance funding proposal submitted by the Masari team requesting 365,000 OP to provide quarterly governance, ecosystem, and financial reports. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Jack Purdy, Director of Business Sedao at Masari and author of the proposal. Jack is here to help further explain the proposal, what it aims to achieve, 
and its potential. Welcome to the show, Jack. Awesome. Appreciate you having me on, Juan. Can you provide us an overview of what exactly is being proposed? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So this proposal is coming through uh, Masari's like protocol services, which you can kind of think about being like an outsourced research, even like investor relations function for DAOs, uh, where, you know, as a research and data analytics company, we're able to leverage a lot of our resources on, you know, the analysts, data science, engineering front to put together a lot of like the the data infrastructure that feeds into being able to, uh, you know, track a lot of recurring, you know, KPI, fundamental metrics, and then have the research layer on top to contextualize that. So you can kind of think about it like a, you know, 10Q equivalent um, to the TradFi world uh, of just like, you know, recurring uh, investor relations reports to, you know, keep the, the broader ecosystem and community more broadly, like more better informed. And why was this brought forward now? What does it hope to accomplish? Yeah, so, I mean, as, as a company, we've been scaling this offering uh, over the last year. So we're currently doing this for about 35, uh, you know, top DeFi DAOs, L1s, um, L2s, etc. And Optimism has been one uh, that a few of our analysts have been pretty, pretty active in following uh, not only like the core developments, but the governance process as a whole. And so... We wanted to really first actually provide uh, some example work uh, as opposed to just like going out and proposing, hey, let us uh, kind of do all of this and then pay us for it. Uh, So we really took a lot of time over these last few months uh, kind of looking at the the data side and and what it would take, but then also, uh, you know, running like various like governance analytics and coming up with, you know, we thought were like actionable recommendations using that. Uh, to sort of showcase what we think that we can provide going forward uh, for the DAO. So, you know, in terms of broader goals, right, it's uh, to keep the existing community just like better informed, right? Like uh, it's all well and good to have, you know, Dune dashboards or uh, any of these like data feeds, um, but that like contextual analysis where people who don't have the time to spend, right, just staring at data and making sense of it, and then there's also a growth component too. So getting a lot of these core developments in the optimism ecosystem uh, outside just their core community uh, to the broader crypto world and even uh, outside of crypto as a whole, right? So we're hoping to get, or not hoping to, we, we actually have redistribution for these quarterly reports uh, on like the Bloomberg Terminal, uh, S&P, uh, Global, their sort of flagship platform, CapIQ, and then uh, Refinitiv, formerly Thomson Reuters. So kind of like three of like the biggest traditional research platforms um, will be right displaying optimism quarterly reports. So ho- hoping to get more of like, you know, large corporates, funds that you know, are starting to get interested in crypto, um, but sort of need that like stamp of approval, right? Being able to read institutional grade research, you know, kind of next to like their sell side equity reports uh, to then start participating in the optimism ecosystem. And what does the proposal passing mean for the DAO going forward? Yeah, so I think it just means that, you know, they're able to, you know, work with a trusted third-party provider um, to offload, right, a lot of that work where oftentimes projects are kind of too busy building to just do the reporting. And I think, you know, as a company of, you know, 160 people, right, like 
Masari is able to just provide a lot of this manpower on the research and engineering front um, to sort of just like take over this this critical function uh, of you know ongoing investor relations, and then you know hopefully help it kind of differentiate itself right you now from um, a lot of other projects that maybe aren't as transparent, aren't focused on uh, better surfacing a lot of these like, key metrics and everything. Thanks for joining us, Jack. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. And that's this week's roundup. I'm Juan Escavel for Boardroom.